Welcome back, everyone, to the M3 Podcast with Davis Sterling and Jaden Burgart, as usual. Today, it is episode number 45, and we are going to be talking about some pro gamer moves. That's right. Everyone's favorite meme or phrase that everyone's throwing out this uh, fucking, what, decade, century? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> so this is what this is what quarantine has done to me. It's turned me into a dumb shit. But uh, anyways, we got some uh, good stuff for you today. We got some uh, Donald Trump uh, thing that I discovered back. This is actually twenty twenty. It's already been proven. It's already been it's proven. already been pro- <laughs> it's already been proven. His skin is fake. Everything about him is fake. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about some Donald Trump stuff. Talking about Ninja. We're gonna be talking about Apple, and we're actually pretty excited about uh, to- what Tony Hawk has coming up for us. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Davis wants to get into some MMA stuff. But before we get into all of that, I wanted to, t- to <gasps> talk about something. Um, mobile game developers. This is something that's really been pissing me off. Reason being is every time I open YouTube, every time I'm watching a video, every time I'm doing something on YouTube, I get an ad for something like uh, Raid Shadow Legends. Everyone knows it. It's the mm-hmm. biggest fucking mobile gaming meme of the century. Or there's one yep. guy who plays like it's like a Rise of Kingdoms or some shit like they that. They even sponsored Dude Perfect, like a channel that has nothing to do with gaming. Ex- yeah, and... well, they're starting to do gaming stuff well, like that. I guess a little bit now, but it's weird. Yeah. Speaking of Dude Perfect, let's talk about that for a second. They have the, the weirdest documentary? sponsors. No, they had a documentary. Yeah, it came out uh, yesterday. Weird. But anyway, continue. Anyways. Yeah. Dude Perfect has like the weirdest sense of who they're actually taking up on sponsors for officers. At the beginning it was easy. It's like Nerf, Ruffles, like stuff like that. Then it started getting really weird. It's like it's they started to go downhill and they became a little bit more desperate. It's like uh barbecues, um PUBG mobile, oh, yeah. like a game that nobody really plays. It was just hot for like two or three months and then after that it just fell to the wayside. And then, probably be- because they're such a big channel that they were probably trying to get like the hype of, you know, if Dude Perfect likes this game, then maybe I it, could like it again. Exactly, you know? but it just seems really weird for them because I, I am like I was a huge fan of them at one point, and I still respect mm-hmm. them a lot. They became from nothing, and they just became famous off of their reactions, just being genuinely good and funny people for the most part. But it's just mm-hmm. like they have turned into such a big conglomerate. It's like they can have any sponsorship in the world, basically. And I know they have like stuff with their Christian values. That's like, yeah, we don't do anything that's not that kids that shouldn't be going. Yeah, they wouldn't kids. do like an alcohol brand. Or yeah, like a like beer that. brand or you know stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know. I just feel like the Raid Shadow Legends one is a really sketchy one because I've watched videos on Raid Shadow Legends, and it's just like, yeah, you know this. Raid Shadow Legends just is fake because it just asks you for paywall after paywall after paywall. They're just asking you for money, money, money to continue playing this game when it Uh it should be a free-to-play game. It's like, yes, of course, all mobile games have that paywall, but it's like to progress even an inch forward in this game, you have to go past a paywall or you have to wait a certain amount of time, which gets me to this point Uh they don't want to make. Mobile game developers and game developers in general... If a core concept of your game is either to bypass it by paying money or not paying the game at all, it's a shit game and should never exist. Okay? AFK Arena, the game that in the name has AFK away from keyboard. If you are trying to sell to people on the fact that, yes, you can win this video game by not playing at all, then congratulations, you're doing that 
all the time. It's literally just for downloads. Exactly. And like it's for downloads and just for ads. Yeah, there's there's a difference as we were saying before. Like, um, take um, RuneScape. Uh, RuneScape think... was my biggest example. You're playing RuneScape. Oh. You click once. You got you go AFK for like two minutes. You're fishing. You're wood cutting. You're doing whatever. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. You are or like I was gonna say commands. Pokemon Go. You have you have Pokemon Go in your in your on your phone. You're walking somewhere and you yeah. keep walking. And you hatch your egg. Yeah, that's that is right. totally fine. And that was a, that was actually a perfect example. The other one was. Uh, do you remember the when Heart Gold and Soul Silver Silver came out? Like those Pokeball things you could attach oh, to your yeah, belt. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that is an awesome way to do things because A, you're walking with your Pokemon, so you're actually mm-hmm. doing something physical. You're actually doing something to achieve something in the game. Mm-hmm. That's that's what video games are. Video games are not A for huge monetary value with no purpose whatsoever. Like, I'm not saying this is like, yeah, you shouldn't we shouldn't be paying for video games. I'm saying if you are paying for a video game, there has to be something you're getting out of it. Like, with League of Legends, it's a free-to-play game, but you pay for skins to keep the game going, and it you get the game. You get to, you get like, strategic thinking. You get to be in this cool world full of these different champions and stuff like that. Or, like, weapon upgrades or, or character upgrades. Exactly. Or something like that. Like, yeah. And, yeah. like, but what's not good is making a fake game just so it's, like, Oh, sorry, to get to this level, which you have no idea what's behind it, you have to pay $10. There's a, what was it, Star Trek Trexels that Angry Joe reviewed? He was so pissed off about it because it was basically like, to get to this area, you need to pay $25. To play as the original characters, you have to pay $10 each for each of the characters. And it's like, no, that's not how this works Mm. at all. Right? That's worse than EA's freaking. Yeah, and I'm not saying League of Legends Surprise is the best mechanics. example of this because League of Legends is a pretty bad example where you get a skin every fucking like one month unless you pay money, but you don't have to pay for the skins. Uh, you can just wait around it. If you don't want to play with skins, that's fine. But back to my original point. Things like Ulala or AFK Arena where the game is, okay, if you don't do anything, you go farther than if you were actually playing it. That's a mm-hmm. stupid concept, and if you play one of those games, unironically, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. It just is that stupid to me. And maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe I'm missing the chance to actually play it. I, I, I'm I not downloading it. I don't want to give them that satisfaction of winning. I don't want to. Because you know why? Because I don't want to have viruses on my phone. I don't want to have <laughs> ads pop up on my phone. I don't want to go back and see, oh, yeah. I yeah, actually... there, there must be more to it because, like... Or they're just fake. Because yeah, what yeah, because like what literally unless like it might the only thing I can think of is like like I was saying before is that maybe it's uh you col- start like you were saying, you start collecting your wood when it's in the background. Yeah. Or like weapons or whatever. Yeah. But, but this playing one is like the entire game, that's by just... AFK. Like yeah. I've seen the ads where it's like AFK and you go from level zero to level ninety nine in like three seconds. It's like that just seems stupid. Why would anyone do that when why don't you, you can play start RuneScape? the game at level ninety nine? Exactly. Or why not play RuneScape where you can just you know actually grind out and get level ninety nine and get your skilled cape and just feel so much more accomplishment? Like I just don't I just don't understand how mobile games are getting ad space and so much money from morons. Like it's it, it's insufferable to me and it's like maybe i'm a moron because i play league of legends but i still don't understand how all of these companies 
are like nobody ever thinks to think nobody ever thinks hey maybe i should look at the background behind this game or maybe i should look at what the point of this game is because if it's literally just to download it and keep it in your pocket then sorry you're an idiot it it just doesn't that's make just sense like the apple games that are 99 dollars that do absolutely nothing yeah. not games but apps mm-hmm. but no this made me this just made me think the Yu-Gi-Oh game that I play all the time, yeah. it's a free game, and there are no ads. I haven't had any issues with uh, with pop-ups or anything. I, I'm That's surprised. And, and, like, they they do the same thing that most games do. You either collect gems and keep on winning and grinding to mm-hmm. get gems to buy packs and whatever, or you can spend, like, three bucks and buy, like, more packs, Yeah, which, how I play, I don't really need it. And I'm kind of surprised that, like, Th- this just got me thinking that uh, yeah, I've been playing a free-to-play game mm-hmm. where there are no ad pop pop-ups, which yeah. is kind of surprised. Which is yeah, that just made me think of that. It's good. It just doesn't. Yeah, that shout out to you, Yu-Gi-Oh! It's Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, right? Duel Links, yeah. K- yeah. Uh, Konami. I yeah. Think is the... Shout out to Konami for making it a, a mobile game that doesn't require microtransactions. You're okay with having microtransactions in free-to-play games. I understand mm-hmm. why that needs to happen, but like mm-hmm. it. The game should not be solely, hey, I'm a game for morons so that they can spend hundreds of dollars to go literally nowhere. Like, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, it, it, this is such, like, a double-edged sword because anyone could just be like, well, Jaden, you spent hundreds of dollars on League skins and stuff like that. It's like, true, but I've gotten enjoyment out of them and I actually use them a lot. And, you know, it just makes sense compared to, hey, uh, like, AFK Arena, why... Why would I bother spending money on this when I'm not even going to open the fucking game? Right? Yeah. It, like, it doesn't make any sense. So, moral of the story here, please, for the love of God, do not make video games that the sole purpose in them is to go AFK. Okay? There are games that you can go AFK in for quite some time, depending on the certain thing. Like, you're playing RuneScape. RuneScape is my favorite example. RuneScape, you're... You have the game open on another browser, you click once, you're woodcutting a little bit, you're doing some fishing, you're doing some cooking, and then like tw- two minutes later you have to put in another input to con- to keep playing the game. That's fine. Pokemon Go, a great example by Davis. You can put it in your pocket, you don't have to have the game open. If you aren't walking around catching Pokemon, there's no point in you wasting battery. So if you have the game off, but in your pocket, and you're walking around with your phone, you could still get steps which you have earned in real life that go towards the game. That all makes sense. So, yeah, that, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, and, and, and next. And next. Fuck AFK Arena. Fuck Ulala. Fuck the annoying people who advertise that shit or, like, lend their voices to it because I have grown to hate every single one of them. So, yeah. I am. Fix I'm your not shit. A, I'm not. A, yeah, fix your shit make a pro gamer move and don't do that shit again and i'm just gonna say this right now um fuck you that's all i that's it i just i my brain is at a fucking drought right okay, now. okay so what's the next the next topic okay, okay the Where funny thing let's go on to donald trump donald j trump he released something on january 16th 2020 so this is before i think we started redoing uh the podcast before we started doing like the i think we call this like our season four on anchor or season no this is season three so three uh yeah so donald trump he made a video on twitter and it's called promises made promises kept and we're just gonna roll it out just a little bit here 
we're gonna go just a little bit um and if you listen closely my number one priority is to dismantle the the song that they use is the league of legends song the one of the league of legends songs back in like season seven or like season five or something like that this song is used in league of legends champ select and it's fucking hilarious that donald trump used this song in uh in one of his tweets in one of his like promotional videos so of course the internet took to storm uh they're just like oh yeah one of the guys who owns one of the biggest organ like uh, league gaming teams gamers 2 also known as ocelot mm-hmm. he said excellent pick and ban phase mr president stuff like that trump has my vote in 2020 who else is with me shit like that like of course there's a ton of people just going angry about it but trolling? the, the some people are trolling it's, if it's thursday it is it says it it's thursday i don't know what the fuck then hashtag deranged donald is still impeached or some shit like that and it's like got donald trump uh, as uh, the McDonald's clown, what the fuck is this? Ronald. Yeah, Ronald. Okay. I don't. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. What does I, that have to do with anything? I don't know. I don't know what it, what it has to do with anything. I don't know. I'm sending it to Davis right now just so he could see. But uh, yeah. The it just it would just made me laugh that it, this happened, and everyone's like, is, "Are there copyright questions or stuff like that?" It's like, no, it's stock music. People can do it all the time. Uh, people can use the music if they pay for it, things like that. Uh, so I don't know. It was just something funny. I, Donald Trump is a huge League of Legends fan. He's a team main, which means he's the devil himself. So, yeah. Well, to be fair, it most likely wasn't Trump himself that approved the song. Probably not. It's probably just his media campaign people. Mm-hmm. And they were and they either did it on purpose to get that reaction or they got it and didn't and just thought it was i don't know neat and thought it was mm-hmm. interesting and didn't think about it yeah exactly we'll never know we'll never but, know yeah i highly don't actually trump himself cares about any of that type did, of shit did you hear there was like i think there's some interview i can't remember who it was by he they were interviewing donald trump when he went to that hospital without a face mask on and uh mm-hmm. They were like, so Donald Trump, what's with you not having a face mask in this picture? And he's like, no, 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 that I had a face mask on uh, all the time. He's like, they're like, that's clearly not true because this picture clearly says that you haven't had one and that you didn't that you didn't have one on. But then he's like, no, check all the other pictures on the all the all the other pictures I have them. It's like we have all the pictures. You did not have a face mask on at some point during this or the entire time. So what is going on with that? He's like, no, that's all a lie. That was all photoshopped or some shit like that. It was. <laughs> The greatest thing I've ever seen. Of course, I'm... Hypocritical. Hypocritical. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Shall we move on to the next thing? Which is also League of Legends related, because we can't get enough (laughs) of this game. Uh, We? What do you mean, we? We. We here at M3 love League of Legends. So... Yeah. (laughs) Anyways... Let's uh let's move on. You speak for all of us. I speak Hey, I am the editor in chief here. I am the one this who uploads but everything. I'm CEO. You're CEO. <laughs> just kidding. My ass. <laughs> anyway. Because just because you came up with the idea. Hey, we can't. We don't need to go down that <laughs> hole. We've discussed it multiple times I'm already. Kidding. Of course. Anyways, let's uh, go on to this next thing. So, uh, there have been there's been a lot of League of Legends drama being thrown around with uh, teams and stuff like that. You know, 
the season just ended and the next season is uh, just beginning here. So teams are looking to like in football and stuff and baseball and stuff like that. They're looking for trades. So um, here's the backstory behind this. So there was a player called Doublelift who is on a team called Team Liquid. His girlfriend, uh, Lena, was the president of a different team called Team Solo Mid. They were dating mm. at the time and they were like, this doesn't really affect anything too much because A, they don't talk about work when they're at home and B, they're on two separate teams, so it's not like it's unprofessional or anything. They're, it's just like, you know, a Romeo and Juliet kind of love, but everyone accepted it and moved on. Then, at the end of the season, they decided, hey, let's bring Doublelift back onto TSM because he's not working on a Team Liquid. So, of course, everyone's pointing fingers like, Lena got him this position, Lena got him this, blah, blah, blah. So, there was a mm. ton of drama that was going on, but uh, people were like, some people were like, yes, it's a little bit weird, but it's respectable. They they said that Lena did not have any decision-making and if he comes to the team or not, things like that. So that all started to die down. And then uh, the next thing happened. So there's two things that happened. One player got dropped. His name was Kabe. He was the former AD carry that Doublelift is replacing. But they said, yeah, he got dropped. He's going back to Europe because we made deci- like we all made a decision. Uh, with Kabe, blah, blah, blah. doesn't really matter. What happens mm-hmm. is l- because of quarantine, everyone's working from home, right? Lena and Doublelift live together now, and they are both on the same team. So Lena is taking phone calls in the other room, but she's pretty loud, and it's a pretty small apartment. So Doublelift mm-hmm. is live streaming his games. He's playing League of Legends, so he's live streaming. And uh, the mic overhears Lena go, yeah, we can't trade Dardock off blah 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 uh i don't know what's up so basically what they're saying is this player named dardock who if you don't know by the way he is the one of the most toxic league of legends players to ever go professional like he has Mm -hmm. had such a bad attitude and stuff like that people he uh i remember he was making comments at teams that were like yeah they just won off of a fluke if they were good they wouldn't have been down four dragons and ten towers and you know so many kills or whatever it's just like they just got one lucky team fight and that was that blah 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 but mm-hmm. apparently he's been causing trouble for tsm and they're trying to trade him off uh but basically what happened is now everyone knows that dardock is up for replacement and nobody is looking for him basically saying that his career is now over essentially i'm so i was watching a youtuber by the name of loco doko who used to be a coach he was basically saying, yeah, the smartest move for Dardock to make right now is to take a step back, don't play during the split, take time off, reform himself, make sure he's a good person, make sure he's a good player, uh, because mm-hmm. he played like shit, and then he can get back on the back on his feet, potentially. But um, if he doesn't do that, his, stream, his career is basically over at this point, so... I don't I don't know what to say to this other than Lena's and Lena's in the wrong here because she's slightly dumb and being like, yeah, we like, why are you talking about work while Doublelift is streaming in the other room? Why not either A, go to a different room or B, like talk about business when he's not streaming or have him stream at a different time? Because there's a lot of things that could have happened, but it just this is what happens when you're dating the president of a company of a team. And you're talking like a, your boyfriend or your significant other is a live streamer who streams all the time now because he's got nothing else to do. Right. 
So mm. this was a huge thing that was brought on by a ton of people online. And uh, yeah, she has since issued a, a apology. So I'm just going to read it right now. I'd like to make our apology to our community and to Dardock over my lapse of judgment on handling an important call next to a live stream. No one wants the private information linked and it's not fair to Dardock that this happened. Um, no one feels worse. The back end since the end of our spring split playoffs run, we've been working with Dardock on the possibility of him splitting time or moving to Academy. Uh, however you want to join the team, blah, blah, blah. However, it was never my intention to... Ne- intention to nor have i ever tried to drag a player publicly dsm and i have always tried our best it basically she's saying yeah i fucked up um sorry sorry Hope, yeah that's that's all it says and it's like yeah you could say sorry all you want but the damage is basically done you screwed up you definitely mm. screwed up you fucked up there but hopefully that helps her learn a little bit more because now that she how old are, how old are they they're like Double lift is somewhere in his 30. Uh, let me see. I have no clue. She's oh, she's oh. 27, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's Cuz like... I was thinking Okay, yeah, being No, I was just curious cuz like just on how you're describing her or or the apology or whatever, it sounds like she's like 15. <laughs> kind of, well, like like there's just still, by the like the yeah they're still pretty young but it's just like the fact that she accidentally just said on live stream yeah sorry nobody wants to pick up dardock nobody wants this like nobody wants this player this player is basically done it's not up to me for example no one wants to pick up dardock and that's not my fault that's exactly what was said apparently it's not up to mm. me for example no one wants to pick up Dardock. That's not my fault. Was overheard. I've made it sure to boost the audio so you can hear it clearly. Yeah. So, yeah. She so, in other words, she's saying that he was shit regardless. It had nothing to do with the fact that the audio was there. Yeah. It, 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 she was, she's basically saying, yeah, I shouldn't have done this. But it's like, you ought, you should have known that you shouldn't be taking important business calls to that are right next to your boyfriend. Who, if... Like, there was an entire possibility Loco Doco came up with, which was, t- like, double if he could have been on Team Liquid, and he's overhearing this shit. Now he has insider information on the other team that he's playing against. Like, that is absurd. That is, like, I don't know how she didn't think of this before, but, yeah, I guess she slipped up, and unfortunately, Dardock has to pay the price of it, because, A, they're not going to do anything to Lena, because she- she's still the president of the company, She's still mm-hmm. doing super duper well. It's just like, what are they going to do? They can't force her to like split off from Peter or double lift. They can't uh, force them to be apart. They can't break them apart just because it's like, hey, for the integrity of the company, you guys cannot be together anymore because it shouldn't have happened in the first place. But like they were a couple for a year or two before double lift joined back to TSM because t- Doublelift was on a different team for like two or three years. Mm-hmm. So. Cause it's kind of like uh, dating your coworker if you were talking in like every, like, you know, normal. I'm not, sorry. I was it's like, like dating your people. boss. It, it's like, yeah. It, like, but they were dating before they were working together. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So were, it's just yeah. transferring the, the relationship over. So yeah, it's just they had they've had a terrible time transitioning. Kind of because first off, all the drama started happening, and then like people were defending them at first. They were like, "Yeah, this is fine. Like it's a little unprofessional." But Lena had no decision making into bringing Doublelift onto the team, and now he's back uh, on the team and stuff like that. So it was kind of seen as unprofessional at the beginning but everyone moved past it they're like love exists in many forms this is one of them uh, but now that everyone's like this is the problem about having them as a couple and now living together especially in this quarantine world if this there was no quarantine guaranteed this never would have happened yeah probably the, the thing is like like i was saying it i think the only reason that people are kind of kind of reacting to it because is the fact that it is a big it, people that are a part of big major League of Legends teams, so, so it's known throughout. Because, because like if you think about it, people have been doing like dating in in work situations and I've stuff done like it that. Before. Yeah, it's like yeah, all, it all the time. And sometimes and it works time, out really well, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it just yeah. goes to shit. The only the only time it becomes an issue, big deal, is if it's for a corporation or a company, like mm-hmm. a, like a lawyer's corporation or a giant food chain or something like that. Like mm-hmm. if you're and the only and it's only because she's the president of this team. Yeah. So well, it's also just like, like sparking I, a lot of controversy. That's like there. Yeah, there are problems with this in this team, and now there's even more problems with this team. So Loco Doco said before, like. TSM fans are having it so so rough right now like it's like it's really bad because now it's like they're changing the roster up now there's a ton of this drama going on it's like it's really really hard to be a TSM fan when all this stuff is going down and they're making such big mistakes apparently they don't even have a PR manager they don't have or HR person or like a no it's PR a PR person to like handle the apologies and stuff like that because it's like Lena brought these apologies out herself and she was like i'm sorry but it's like she really needed a pr person to say like it was not our intention to do this yeah like we tried our best to do this and unfortunately due to the circumstance of quarantine which she didn't even say by the way she didn't even say like yeah because of quarantine we've had to do this or try to explain why she was close to the room that double if was streaming next to right or like maybe mm-hmm. she didn't know he was live or something like that but it's like you you should be on the same page about this stuff, but yeah, it, it was basically just a huge bunch of mistakes that blew up, and now Lena is paying the price. Well, it's not even Lena. Dardock is playing the pri- paying the price because now everybody knows that nobody wants Dardock unless he goes down to a different team or to a different like academy team, like in, in the amateur scene or some shit like that. Like it's gonna be really, really, really difficult for them her mistake is fucking him over yeah her mistake is fucking a lot of people over it's fucking over herself it's fucking over double lift it's fucking over reginald who was the creator of tsm and who was lena's ex-boyfriend by the way so uh it's fucking over double lift because he now he looks like a terrible boyfriend uh it it's fucking over everyone at tsm because they're like yeah okay now nobody is going to support us because of all of this drama and shit like that, because Lena has been making these huge mistakes. So unfortunately I, I have no idea what, what's going to be in the future for Lena, what's going to be in the future for Dardock, whether or not they're going to have to split up living together for right now until the quarantine's over. And then they can live together 
at home so they could be like, yeah, okay, it's six o'clock. All of the work stuff is done. If we have work stuff, then we're at, then I can just go in the bedroom. And if you're streaming or whatever, but there, there has to be some other way to make sure that this doesn't happen again, because it, it it's, it's just unprofessional. It's absurd. It's ruining more than just her view the what people have view of her it's ruining dardock's view now everyone's just like yeah dardock was a huge problem now he's an even bigger problem because tsm can't get rid of them and stuff like that so i don't know that that's basically it welcome to the league of legends drama this is this is how it is it's just it's nuts it's ridiculous and unfortunately so much shit so much shit and unfortunately it's like i can't even be like yeah, Lena, I feel bad for you. It's like, I kind of feel bad for you, but also you should be a lot more careful, especially... And one of the things that was said in this uh, in this article is like, since the clip spread, some people have stated the business call should have never happened in front of an employee, aka double, with whom Lena is in a relationship and that it was an unprofessional move. So it's like an unprofessional move on top of an unprofessional move on top of an unprofessional move because A, she's talking to her boyfriend about... Or she's talking in the midst of her boy with her boyfriend of Dardock. Uh, so she's talking within earshot of an employee slash relationship e, and they're talking about business stuff that is very very important. And if it were to be released like it just has, it could cause a lot of problems. So and, and that's that's where um, like professional gaming starts getting mingled in the same category as uh sports or like a lawyer or actual like industry yep like i'll using myself as as an example because i don't follow uh gaming uh, esports and all that stuff it i just see it you know and you know there are definitely a lot of people that are like gaming is not a career and everything like that like people that all they do is just play the video game, but they're not making any money off it or any, they're not sponsored or anything like that. Then mm-hmm. yeah, it's not a career. You're just playing games. Yep. But when you're getting at that level where you're actually part of an entire team and what you say can affect the other people in your team or, or ops teams are leaking information. It's the same idea as if you're doing it and then you transfer sports teams, mm-hmm. like a, a coach for the NHL would get called out, but it would be on, uh, sports center instead of on x number of uh, uh gaming websites right yeah it's just that the only thing is so like that's why it's weird when because for me because i agree i understand the idea of uh esports as a career and an industry yeah but i just don't find it myself so like esports is such a weird topic for me yeah because i understand it but i also don't at the same time yeah so it's like oh then <laughs> that's the thing like that's that's uh when i was 15 like i told my parents i wanted to be an esports pro like i wanted to be a league pro because in basically in the span of like three months i went from the lowest literally lowest rated players you could possibly be to one of the highest tiers you could achieve so i was like top one percent in the world or top one percent in na so probably like top five percent in the world so i was doing Mm -hmm. really really well and being at a high school age, all I would need is just, like, cool. If I trained really, really hard for the summer and then I, like, was cutting class, like, not cutting classes, but, like, you know, if I took the time that I was doing homework and stuff like that, if I cut that in half and I did that, then I could become a pro. But anyways, I'm getting past that. My parents never understood it 
as a career until now until they're like they're seeing me buy these jerseys they're seeing me watch these pro leagues and they're like oh yeah this is actually really interesting mm-hmm. and it's cool yeah. that people can make that but it, it is still hard to see even though it's a lot more popular now compared to even say even like 2015 even like 2015 it was still a big thing and like it's still taking a long time but you Mm -hmm. you really have to look at it as the same as people even like myself like i'm trying to get into professional filmmaking Mm -hmm. that's still another thing like you at least can practice gaming and get into stuff a lot easier well, you can practice than, filmmaking than I too can. it's just... oh i can I, but it's just at the youtube level basically and mm-hmm. it's just at the low right well still you so can it's, like it's that's how people that, well that's how people can start careers and stuff like that right there are people oh. who are there's a guy who his name was uh the peace pigeon he was a youtuber and he actually did so well on his YouTube channel and he made such good content that riot games actually took him in and helped him work out or i think there's a guy i don't know if it was dutch mash or deonade one of them got an internship at riot games and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah and like um i know for example for like how youtube like for people that that don't think becoming a youtuber is a career either it's the same pool right yeah you have to really put the effort into it you put or you could do yeah or there is a youtuber by one of the one of the original youtubers mm-hmm. uh mr uh, mystery guitar man oh he's, that guy yeah. yeah he's up there with yeah he's up there with smosh nigga higa mm-hmm. then like one early 2000s mm-hmm. uh he actually transferred into becoming a, a professional like filmmaker cinematographer i think yeah so like it takes you but it's just different routes like i'm still i'm in the process of kind of trying to do youtube and expanding into film like doing both like it's just you have to have that mindset of of this day and age it's not just go become an electrician or mm. whatever right yeah it's yeah it's something that you definitely have to keep working for you definitely have to keep pushing for and stuff like that and uh yeah this goes out to the one person at my work that doesn't understand what video games and esports are uh you're young enough to understand how much hard work people will go to get what they want so you cannot say that professional esports players or professional gamers in general are just nerds that sit in their basement because guess what, bitch? They do and they get the results. They get way more money than your ass ever will. You know who I'm talking to. And I swear to God, if I have to share this with you and just be like, yeah. If, esports is a if career. It was, find... it was a career three years ago when I to- talked to you about this. It's a career now, bitch. So step the fuck up, educate yourself because guess what? esports is here to fucking stay if you can find the clip maybe link in the link in the description if you can find it but i'll i'll or i'll send it to you What's up? there's uh a show on hbo called ballers it's it's uh stars uh, dwayne johnson yeah essentially and one of one of basically like talking about some retired football players right yeah and one of the most recent seasons this prof- ex-professional football player is looking into getting into esports as a new career Ooh. And how and trying to explain to his uh, manager on how it is actually a real job. So if I can find that clip, I'll I'll send it to you. Yeah, but for sure. Anyway, well, let's. Uh, what's the next thing we're talking about, good sir? The next thing we are talking about is um, uh, more pro gamer moves. Wow, what a surprise! <laughs> the next pro gamer more move comes stuff? from Ninja. We're gonna keep this one short and simple because this is a waste of Tyler Fisher's time as a editor. Uh, so basically, this article says Fortnite n- Ninja claims 
I don't know why he did air quotes, but Ninja claims he could be easily, he could ease, he could easily, Jesus Christ, it's so hard for me to read, easily be one of the best players in the world. I'm just going to keep this short and sweet and simple. Tyler, which is your real name, yes, you no could shame. be one of the best players in the world. Of course, you have to go up against other people who've been doing professionally for years, who've been playing professionally for years. You'd have to be going up against them, but there's nothing stopping you from being the best player in the world. So, this claim is either so this article right here is telling us the viewers that you either need to put up or shut up so you either need to put up and say okay i'm gonna try to be one of the best players in the world or shut up and say i could have been but i'm not and i'm okay with that because what this looks like is you look like an egotistical little bitch i could be one of the best players in the world but I'm not because I'm focusing on streaming. It's like, yes, that is true. So stop being an egotistical little bitch who, when everyone, when someone in your Twitch chat calls you a stupid loser because you lost the game of Fortnite to an 11 year old, just stopping an egotistical loser saying, yeah, he beat me that one time. Oh, well, so on and so forth. Then either mm-hmm. keep streaming or try to be one of the best players in the world. That's your choice. Fuck this article. Ninja, do Click your bait. shit. Next article. Next thing we wanted to talk about. So Davis sent me this one. This one was really cool. Um, so Marquez Brownlee, who, who is an awesome tech YouTuber and reviewer, uh, he mm-hmm. came up with a video called the 700 Mac Pro Wheels Explained. So Davis sent me this because he wanted me to rage. I actually really enjoyed this video. Well, no, I wanted to explain expecting you because I, I had figured you had already... I had affected... I, I figured you had already heard of heard of them because mm-hmm. they were on a few other ch- channels and pages, and I thought you were ra- would have been raging already mm-hmm. because you hate Apple and shit mm-hmm. that doesn't work and shit that's pointless, and yeah. you have raged before. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. Uh, you know what? I I will say this. Uh, there's like apparently a three hundred dollar iPhone that works super duper well. I'm honestly thinking of buying it just because you know. It's an iPhone. It does whatever I need to, but also it can't really play games too well, probably. So I'm not going to probably get it. But I actually caught my eye and caught my interest. Like, wow, they actually made a budget friendly iPhone. That's probably not shit. But uh, <coughs> I don't have coronavirus. Well, the thing is, <laughs> with this video. I'm just going to make a joke on that. Too late. You beat I already me made the to jo- it, you bastard. I'm, I am too good at what I do. But, anyways, so Marquez Brownlee goes into what what the mac pro wheels are they're 700 heavyweight metallic wheels and he basically says yeah apple can flex on us like this because a they want to represent their brand that can flex stuff like this they can For basically just yeah they can just uh be a premium uh high quality brand that everyone aspires to own and achieve so that's why they can make these 700 wheels and b they already make so much money off of their iPhones, their iPads, their other stuff like that, that they can basically afford to pay for these $700 wheels. And if only a niche market buys them, then fine, whatever. That's just a flex at this point. And sure, you made some money back. Good for you, right? So that's it's basically like you're going to a restaurant and they have a meal that's like $15 um, and it's made with really, really expensive products uh but no i'm saying this wrong i'm trying trying to basically you're trying to say that there when you have gold gold flux on a on a steak or or um it's just or 
yeah gold ribbons or something like that then yeah they can just afford to do it because they make so much money off of it right or like they sell let's say someone's selling a steak for twenty dollars but it only costs the company five dollars to actually make the steak to like yeah. buy and procure the meat so they sell like a billions of those so now they have a billions of extra dollars so now they can just be like yeah we bought this we just bought a steak that's a solid gold steak you can't physically eat it but you can buy it for five million dollars and then I don't know, people Mr. Beast will tried to <laughs> people will buy it people will buy it because it's like wow it's ridiculous and stupid and not necessary but i want to feel important so i will spend the five million dollars and people will do that so yeah uh yeah the thing the with one this... thing i liked how sorry no 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 go ahead. uh the one thing i liked how he compared is like yeah they they don't even have locked on them and the fact that your tower for your mac would literally be stationary so it's kind of pointless you literally don't need it mm-hmm. yeah you could maybe spend you know uh 50 like if you want to put wheels on it spend 50 bucks on the cheap plastic ones yep uh, or whatever and then he explains or seven hundred dollars for the app. Like it's just funny how he kind of and you know how he kind of compares Apple to like uh, Lamborghini or, or Bugattis. Uh, Bugatti, I think he says, yeah, yeah, Bugattis or Rolexes or uh, yeah, uh, Supreme stuff like that, like mm-hmm. the Supreme clay brick mm-hmm. red, which is being sold for like one hundred eighty-seven dollars, which is literally just a brick that has the Supreme logo engraved into it, which you can do yourself for like if you can find. Uh, mortar for brick you can make it yourself so yeah uh yeah i thought it was a really really good video and i think i'm not too mad about it because it's like i can kind of see that it's got some value to it but it's still super overpriced for something that is completely unnecessary unless you're moving your computer from one side of the room to the other constantly because uh i don't know if you've ever moved computers davis but uh when you move a desktop computer you don't roll it or slide it. You It is so pick light, you can pick it up. The mm-hmm. only time it's useful is if you are physically unable to carry it, like you are super weak or you have a disability or something like that. That's the only time that I could see these wheels being accessible. But what happens if you have to move from downstairs to upstairs or upstairs to downstairs and you don't have and, a ramp? And then, like you said, they when you talked about it, they don't even lock. So once you get it to your computer, you're going to have to like put a... You're gonna Supreme put... brick yeah, you're... in front of the wheel so it doesn't roll. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so good. Holy shit. You impressed me with that one. But yeah, the Supreme brick. Yeah, you'd have to Supreme brick the side of it or park a Bugatti next to it or some shit so it doesn't move. So it like there were a lot of things that were overthought here, but they were basically just like, ooh, wheels. And yeah, of course it's stupid and they missed out on a lot of features that could have made them worth $700. But of course, since it's Apple, they're just like, let's just go for the show. We're a luxury brand. Let's show that we're a luxury brand and just waste hundreds of thousands of dollars on wheels that not many people need. Like maybe five mm-hmm. people out of every 500, right? Yeah. Or like Mr. One Beast can of... afford them. That's Mr. about it. Yeah. Mr. Beast can get them for him and all of his assistants uh, for free and for whatever reason. So, yeah. I would say don't buy Mac Pro, Mac Pro wheels. You don't need them. You can pick up the computer yourself, you lazy ass. Unless, unfortunately, you can't, which, <laughs> of course, I'm sorry for. But you can ask someone else to pick it up for you. Or you can find another way. Say, you know, get a cart, right? Like, 
there are, you know those little things that kids sit on like the four wheel things i was thinking of the exact yeah. same thing yeah like you would use you in gym cart. class yep. yeah you just put those yes, sir. underneath the car underneath the computer and you can roll it or you know just don't move it because it's a pc you don't need to really be moving it anywhere the most i ever moved a computer was my laptop or i would use it to go to i would take my desktop to a friend's house to play league of legends at a land party those are the only mm-hmm. things that i would do but yeah but... hence hence why when i do uh need to upgrade i'm gonna stick with laptops instead of a, a computer mm-hmm. like an actual like tower because it's portable i can go to your place and we can we can edit game or whatever edit or whatever yeah like it's because right now my computer's now that i have it the specs figured out and it's running well mm-hmm. it works well yeah and eventually works. when i do update i like that's the thing i know we tend to shit on on uh apple a lot and everything mm-hmm. but to be fair some of the things that they make are good oh, but yeah, a lot absolutely. of the things are also like but it's just the, yeah we are both android users and yeah we prefer they make high quality backups. phones that are really good in some aspects but they're just not the all-around machines that you want them to like a google pixel would do or a samsung galaxy would do right like they can't play games or they can't do this option it's like sure there's like they have this expensive price tag and it's worth it in some ways but in some ways it's not so that's that's the issue mm-hmm. that we have as uh people and mac macs in general are just you like really really dumb to use I remember when I we started going to Nate when we went into film editing class. I would always take out my own mouse and plug it in because I hated the mouse that they use because it's like super dumb and it's like flat and doesn't feel right. It's like I, why would I not just use the mouse that I bought? Right? It just doesn't make any sense. So yeah, that that's why we hate oh, yeah. Apple and like that's why we hate this because you know it seems unnecessary it's useless it's super expensive it's everything that we hate about apple but you know if you spend the money to go all in on apple good for you i don't fucking care you know that's your decision it's your in my opinion it's your loss if it just doesn't work out and it's like oh yeah i can't play league of legends on my macbook it's like well that sucks then you probably should have thought of that before you got a macbook so oh well all right, let's stop. Let's stop hating. Let's go on to something cool. All right, so I saw this today and I sent it to Davis. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two Collector's Edition includes a birdhouse deck. So, first off, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two are being remastered. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool because we another I, game being remastered. I love Tony Hawk games when I was growing up. They were super duper fun. Oh yeah, they were super awesome. I loved playing them because they were just like, yeah, this is what it's like to be a pro skater. And this is why I like love pro skating and stuff like that. But now with this, it's like the collector's edition. uh, Let's look at the collector's edition. So for, I think it's a hundred dollars us. So it's like 120, 130 uh, Canadian. Uh, Mm -hmm. Look, you could just get a Tony Hawk's pro skater one and two. So you get the game and then you get digital deluxe edition content, so they're selling you another pass, which, eh, I could really not care for too, too much. But, hey, you get the extra value. Maybe it's some cool cosmetics, like a cool board or something like that. 
Maybe it's this board. And then you get a limited edition, limited edition full-size birdhouse skateboard deck. So it's an actual skateboard deck. That has to be one of the coolest collector's edition items that I've ever seen. And we've seen some cool ones, a.k.a. Oh. the Destroy All Humans oh. backpack. Oh, man. Do I, I was want just, those I was just going to say other than Yeah, other shit. than that, of course. But like, just gonna bring it up. Yeah. like there's, there's things like statues and stuff like that. Here's the thing with collector's editions. There's a lot of useless stuff that comes with it that you don't really use unless you have a gaming room to display it all. So like a Crash Bandicoot mm. statue or a Halo Reach statue. Or it's the, like the Halo. Yeah, I was gonna say the the Halo. I remember Halo Three collectors came out with an actual Master Chief helmet. Yeah, there's like the Master Chief helmet with the actual microphone inside, so you could connect it to your controller and play using a Master Chief helmet. That is super cool. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. But some of them are completely useless. Like. Uh, there was a Just Cause 3 one with a grappling hook that you actually couldn't get your hand into to pretend that you're using it. So it's just a collector's piece, which was just stupid. Or you get like these little Destiny mm-hmm. discs or stuff like that. They're super useless. So shout yeah. out to Tony Hawk. Or shout like, out to... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, or one that I remember, um, God of War Collector's Edition had uh, a Kratos uh, statue. Yeah. Like Again, you can't use it, but at least it, lo- it, like, it was like a full like 15 inch or something like that statue mm. of, of Kratos. Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is shout out to Activision for actually making a collector's edition that it looks worth to buy. So you get you're of course, you're going to have to spend more money to get the deck uh, how you want it to. But from what it looks like, the decks are signed too. So if you look at the picture here on the right side, there's a signature by Tony Hawk. So I don't know if he hand signed these or if they're all printed on, but that's super cool. So Activision did a really good job at making this edition sell. So like $120 for two games, two classic games, plus mm-hmm. DLC content, like, uh, yeah, DLC content, which I have no idea what it is. So it could be completely worthless, but the skateboard deck itself is super duper cool. And if I didn't get the digital deluxe edition and this costs like, say, $180, I'd be so into buying that. But at $100 US... You get a skateboard deck plus the DLC plus the two games. I think this is yeah. a steal. I think this is yeah, absolutely that's, a steal. That's, yeah, considering most games when they come out are just the game alone is like eighty bucks. Yeah, that's exactly right? that's what the market is now. It's eighty bucks yeah. Canadian for all like these AAA games like Anthem or Call of Duty or uh, Halo stuff like that. Okay, okay, so it's like sixty American, but still, yeah. But, so that's that's still not even that big of a deal. Yeah, but, in, like in in comparison, right? Mm-hmm. And but for an extra forty dollars, you get something cool that you can both use, or you can put up on your wall, or on your like, or somewhere else, and display it proudly and be like, "Yeah, look at this cool fucking board that I got for pre-ordering Tony Hawk." Or you could go and shred mm-hmm. with it, like every other skater will do. Um, but with the with this, apparently, it's including multiplayer. This game is including multiplayer, mm. uh, as well as original level skaters, tricks, modes, and most of the soundtrack you love. So, unfortunately, I don't think they could have gotten the rights to most some of these songs, but most of them they got back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this seems really, really reasonable, and I have to give a shout out to Activision because if this cost two hundred dollars, I would say I would say don't buy it. Two hundred American dollars, sorry. If this is two hundred American. I would say don't buy it. It's not worth it. The deck is not worth that much. 
but considering mm. it's only a hundred dollars American, so for it's extra, the... sorry, go ahead. So for the extra forty dollars, you're getting um, DLC, which most DLC in games costs around forty dollars anyways for like mm-hmm. more maps or more skins and stuff like that. So you're already getting your value back with this DLC, unless it's like cool, you get one extra map and one skin. Wow, like that's that's not worth it. But it, let's say that is it. Yeah, DLC to be announced, basically. Yeah, DLC to be announced or really shitty DLC. But let's say the DLC is good. Let's say it's on average. Let's say it's like three maps. And Black Ops skin. Three. Yeah, let's say let's it's let's say it's Black Ops Three DLC because Black Ops Three DLC had two flops and two greats, uh, two of the best that we've ever seen. So, like, let's say it's that. Like, let's say it's completely average kind of worth $40, then you get the basically the board for free. So mm-hmm. either A, Activision's dumb, and they're just like, well, yeah, we're just going to give these away for free for no reason and just make a ton of money off of this, or B, they're smart, and they're like, yeah, people will buy this because of the board, and you know the DLC doesn't really matter at this point, so we're just getting a ton of money anyways, and we're actually doing this for the fans, but that all remains to be seen, but so far it's looking really, really good for Activision. I have to give them props here, even though I yeah. don't like it sometimes. One, so the thing I was gonna ask is it it's a full sized deck, yeah. like an actual skateboard, not just like yep. a display. So I think the also cool thing about that is that I like my hypothesis kind of is that it might get kids a little bit more into skating again, mm-hmm. you know, cause you don't see kids skateboarding anymore. Right. Like not as, not as much. Uh, obviously around, everyone around here. I definitely see them like with Beaumont, we do have a pretty good skate park. So I okay. remember when I was a kid, I saw a bunch of teenagers hang out there. And ever since then, every time I drove by, there were always teenagers like doing scooter tricks and stuff like that, but it's become less and less. So, so yeah, people have definitely gone yeah. away from skating because it's like, Oh yeah, video games exist or they're doing stuff like I don't know, they're going for bike rides or they're going out with their friends yeah, which, into town or something like that. Yeah, which there's nothing which there's nothing wrong with any of that, like yeah. biking or whatever, but I'm just saying like and you know, skating was really popular in 90s and before, like 90s uh 80s, 70, like 90s and like 70s I guess would probably be the era and it was popular up to maybe the 2005, 2006 and then it started kind of dropping down and it gets i guess as you were saying it kind of gets a little bit popular again mm-hmm. and like i i know i've seen uh i i still have seen people i've i more see people on like the one like the short ones or like the long boards mm-hmm. more as like transportation yeah not so much as going out skating for like this actually going skating so yeah if i got it myself i probably still wouldn't do it do it but i would probably put it up just hang it up on my wall mm-hmm yeah, I could, like, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if what I would do with it. I would love to go out with it because first off, I am a longboarder. I love longboarding ever since I got into it in like 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017. So when I got into it in 2017, I was going out like all the time. I would skateboard to or longboard to work. And then during the summer of 2018, I was doing it a lot with friends. Like we would go, we would drive downtown uh, we would go for food at a place called like Trace Carnales. We'd go get tacos and stuff like that, and then we'd go longboarding in the valley. Like that shit was a lot of fun. I loved doing that, uh, mm. and we're hoping to do that again soon. But you know, uh, like it's just 
it's not skateboarding. Skateboarding is like doing grinds on rails and doing tricks and stuff like that. So maybe I'd get into that, but I, I find it a little bit too over the top for me. I find it a little bit eh for me. Yeah, exactly. You have to really, it's the same thing as we were talking about with, with gaming and, and everything else. You have to be like more passionate about it, right? Yeah, exactly. To want to, to, want to risk, but, even, but more of a risk than becoming a YouTuber or uh, a video gamer because you're actually going out and like Physically, breaking your leg, your, yeah. injuring you yeah, injury arm. Yeah. Yeah. Even right? with and, like but... protective gear, you just takes one wrong fall and suddenly you have a backwards elbow. Yeah, exactly. Like pro like pro skaters, like Tony Hawk from himself, he wears all his gear, but he still has been saying that he has broken bones and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. Like, and but that's the thing, that's why I don't ever want to do anything like that. <laughs> I I don't have the balls for that. No. I the only thing I'm looking at that's relatively even close to that in the future to ever uh, getting is that I might be getting a one, a, a one wheel in the future. Like a unicycle? No, you've never heard of one wheel? It's a skateboard with with the wheel in, in the middle that's electrical, electrically powered. Oh, those things. You've never heard yeah. of the one wheel? Yeah. No, that's the, I, that's like, the, I know what the one yeah. wheels are. I just never knew that they were called that. Okay. Yeah, so that that's the that's the closest thing to a, a board mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm contemplating ever getting because yeah, that's the only thing, just for going around the park or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's move on into the last thing. So, okay, first off, Tony Hawk's... Uh, good job, Tony Hawk. Yeah, good job, Tony Hawk. That was, a, that was a legit pro gamer move. Hats off to you. Good, sir. Ugh. But, yeah, let's move on to the last topic that we have here. <laughs> the last topic we have here, which, um, Davis, do you want to talk to us a little bit about this? So, the... Lead, the uh, title of this is MMA legend George's Saint Pierre to be inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. So, Davis, what does that mean to us? George Rush Saint Pierre. <laughs> so, if, as as I basically say, any time I talk about it, we don't talk about sports very often. At, nope. Like, um, you know, on, on this last time was uh, when we talked about um, McGregor's fight. With Khabib, that was a um, long ass time ago. No, oh no, yeah, no, so, we did one before that. We did a, we did a Jake Paul versus uh, dumb shit. I can't remember his name. That's like YouTube and that's that's fucking... YouTube boxing, yeah. But anyways, continue. Yeah, and boxing, not actual UFC. Dumb shit versus um, dumb shit. But please continue. So it, it's been a long time since I've actually really followed the UFC. I don't like when I was in my earlier twenties. I watched uh, quite a bit more, and that's when GSP was in his prime. So this was talking. The article was talking about. I think um, the uh, he was in his prime. Basically, uh, UFC forty three was. I think was the one they were talking about, and uh, the UFC that just aired last weekend. So. On that note as well, there the UFC was the first sport to come back through mm-hmm. the whole pandemic. Yeah, um, and they it was so weird to watch because they were in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> with they were in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, with an entire arena, not a single audience member. So it was just the fighters, their crew of people, yeah, the commentators. The judges and like the announcers that sounds like and more people in the 15 limit dude we're gonna have to call security on <laughs> this one 
<laughs> but anyways. But like they were walk- walking out and their coaches and everything had masks on. It's oh, so weird. Yeah. Oh, you like you could just hear like all like anyway, it was still good. I and welcome back but to the UFC fight. Today we are attacking or uh, fighting with well, uh, Georgia St. Pierre and Coronavirus. Uh Georgia St. Pierre is uh, gonna take down coronavirus's ass. Like that that's imagine <laughs> that's what I imagine it sounds like. It's just like anyways. But um uh, yeah, this was saying that's what it was. Uh, uh, UFC 46, and the last basically to give you perspective, that was for UFC 46 mm-hmm. in 2004. The one that just aired was UFC 249. So how that's how 46 long ago. to 249. What? No, like every month there's a new UFC. That's what oh, it's okay, like so UFC. it's monthly. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was UFC just like... 40. The next month is UFC 47. The next I was just month like, is how the 40, fuck do you get from that number to that number that quickly? No, that's just yeah, that's how many. That's yeah. how many it, it's been since he was really, really like popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and G- GSB is to Canadian uh, MMA as Connor McDavid is to the Oilers. Like. Mm-hmm. Like so, everyone in Edmonton knows Connor McDavid. They know the name. He's the hype. Everyone loves McDavid. The hype, right? Mm-hmm. So, back in the early two thousand, like I'm kind of surprised it's taking so long for this to happen, actually. But in that time frame, like GSP, he's one of the best people to ever do the sport and actually yeah. compete. And I like I still follow him um, on Instagram and Twitter, but. Mm-hmm. He he still like works out daily, and you can still tell that it's like a passion for him. And like, he was never like an asshole. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna fuck you up and beat the shit out of you or anything like, like that. Was he so respectable, like a respectable opponent that was like, let's have a good fight. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he always because he originally trained in like, um, ku- uh, uh, taekwondo and karate. Mm-hmm. He always would. He would always bow to his opponent, like his his tra- training style is respect and everything like that. Um, yeah, I I could look like, but I don't know. I I really liked watching watching him. I actually have uh um one of the DVDs that's literally just one one of his fights specifically. I actually have it on DVD, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I always liked it, and then it's been a long time since since I've really watched uh, anything really UFC other than last weekend, mm. I watched the most recent one. And then before that I watched the, the, I didn't even end up watching the, the Khabib McGregor fight that we talked about a while ago. Um, I just remember watching like highlights of it. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've been, but since I've gotten into it and I've, I've always liked it not only just because just because it's probably the only like physical sport that I really follow, right? Yeah. And I and I still barely even follow that. Like I don't watch hockey or football or soccer or esports. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like you would love uh some esport. I have to find one. Like Overwatch League is like six on six shooting and stuff like that. It's kind of like cartoony. That would be pretty cool. I watched uh for the first time. Not to take away from your points or anything, but. Uh, I watched for the first time pro professional counter strike and holy shit the people that watch that shit are get so hyped up. It was ridiculous. It was it went into triple overtime. So I don't know if you know how CS:GO works. It's rounds of 30. Yeah. So it's first yeah. to 16. 
This team mm. was down, I think, six rounds. And if they lost one round, they would have been eliminated and lost the tournament. But yeah. they came back and then held their own. So they do. then they do a best of six. So first to four wins. So then they tied. They went 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. And then suddenly it went 4-2. And, like, the team that won was Cloud9. And everyone was just, like, chanting, like, uh, USA because they were the North American team. And the other team was all Europeans. So mm-hmm. it was absolutely nuts. But I'm, I'm just saying, you got to find at least one esports esports alike like either it's rocket league or call of duty dude there are professional call of duty players yeah i know i have i know i've I've, i have watched some youtube clips of of pro yeah call of duty players exactly you just gotta do that shit i'd say uh sorry on that note i actually yesterday just for the hell of it i went and played uh cod 4 remastered oh yeah instead of uh modern warfare Mm mm-hmm like I, I caught myself double tapping to try to do the run, like the oh, faster sprint. I do that in every try, game now. And to try to slide, I was mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, and I was like, and I, I always play with almost or the highest sensitivity for look, for looking up, down, and left, right. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I had it on, I think twelve or thirteen. Um, and I was like, this feels slow. Like it felt like it felt janky. Yeah, that's and, uh. And that and that and the remastered only came out a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like but, uh, that. I do that too. I'm playing like Call of Duty World War Two on stream, which by the way, follow my stream. Uh, we were like playing Call of Duty World War Two zombies. I keep hitting the double tap sprint to try and run faster, even though mm-hmm. you can't do it. So uh, that's yeah. another thing I can rant but, about. But I already rant about it enough on my stream. Fuck World War Two zombies, Sledgehammer. You can go and fucking diddle Treyarch and find out how to make a really good game because you clearly can't make it on your own but anyways uh but yeah so back use to that, the, the hype that you were saying about uh the fans for for overwatch i'll send you i'll, I'll send you the clip here too because there was a, a short video um that talked about gsp getting into the hall of fame mm-hmm. and it, like you'll see canadian uh crowds freaking screaming yeah. like like it's so it's so massive he was he was such a big Oh yeah, uh, big character and like, I, I'm glad I didn't. But <laughs> I almost, I almost got a GSP tattoo. Like I was contemplating it, but I'm, I'm glad I didn't because that would be weird. But, yeah. um, because I'm not even that big of. But anyway, yeah. And like I said, I still follow him. I, he, I try to do because during quarantine he's been doing, um home workouts you can do yeah but he's doing like advanced level stuff and i'm like oh i can't even do like this basic move what are you doing (laughs) yeah 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 i've always been uh, a fan and i was glad that he finally got uh committed to the ufc hall of fame and and yeah i think it it was just something i want to talk about just because it's um good you know it's good for him and good thing good thing for canadians and yeah i think that's really cool yeah so i just sent you something right now it's uh Dyrus's retirement. So this was a pro player who had played for uh, about five or six years, and he decided that if they lost worlds, uh, lost in the group stages at worlds, I think they were he was going to retire, and that's what ended mm-hmm. up happening. So he retired then and there at the world championships, and that he was like super. He was crying not because he lost or that he was retiring. He was he cried because he was disappointing his fans. They were like they want to see Dyrus as a pl- pro player still. They want like Dyrus was putting a lot of pressure on himself to perform at the highest caliber and win, 
but uh, yeah. unfortunately they lost out and he was crying but uh he said he said I'm sorry to all my fans and then he actually started crying um but his fans were like we love you Dyrus and in the background everyone was like chanting Dyrus and TSM and stuff like that it was it was insane it like how esports is so like how you and uh I can't even remember his name. Fuck my ass. St. Pierre. I was going to say St. George. St. Pierre. Like, this is like how you feel with St. Yeah, Pierre. That's like the same yeah, thing. So, yeah. When, Dude, yeah, you'd exactly. love when, esports, man. You'd love yeah, it. When GSP, when GSP surrendered, when he beat, uh, I think it was when he beat Bizbang. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. It was the same same thing. The crowd was like, GSP, GSP. GSP. I, I, I remember watching that fight, too. And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's the proud Canadian fighter that we all deserve and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- speaking of Cla- classified, even talk classified talks about him, uh, mm-hmm. raps about him in uh, his song "Oh Canada." Yeah. So you know how you were talking about uh, people who like talk shit and stuff like that. Hey, there you go. So you know how talk- I wear the I wear the pad every like every stream. There you go. So you know how you were talking about uh people who talk shit like professionals and stuff like that. Uh, so or like how Saint Pierre yeah. isn't someone who talks shit. He's oh yeah, very yeah, respectable okay. and stuff like that. So yeah, of course, going back to League of Legends, League of Legends has its fair share of people who are toxic and you know they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna stomp them and like super egotistical. There is a guy that I played with in League of Legends who got a video made about him. His the video is called "I Face Trash Talking Best Jin NA and t- show him why he's stuck in Diamond." So um. They were so basically the thought process behind this video is uh, this guy was live streaming. He was a much higher rating than this guy, but he was playing on a different account to level it up or whatever. But he oh, just like put, the thing that pisses you off. Yeah, he put this guy in his fucking place. They are like, they put him so far into the negatives. It was ridiculous. Like, and this is why you don't talk and you like don't have a big ego because someone will come and fuck your entire career up. Like. He posted his stream. He posts his stream into every game lobby that he goes into. So, like, I played with him. He would put in his Twitch stream link, and then he says, I'm the best Gen NA. I need mid, though. Please let me have it. Stuff like that. And he has, like, these stupid catchphrases, like, let's eat, and shit like that. And he's just annoying. Okay. But then when I, saw th- when I saw this video get made, I was so fucking happy that it showed up on my feed because I'm like, this douchebag got put in his place because, A... He's not the best player in North America, especially not on this character. B, he's an egotistical asshole who uh, who shit talks another player for no reason other than saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm the best Gen NA, not this guy kind of thing. And C, he just got put in his place, and it was fucking hilarious. And the video that was made by it, made, made by this guy named Yamakaze made it so great. So I just wanted to say that. Shout out to Yamakaze for putting this guy in his fucking place. It's great. It's hilarious. Love that guy. But yeah. Okay. Don't don't be an don't shit talk. Yeah. Don't. Okay. There's no there's an okay point of shit talking, but there's also just shit talking that's strictly from ego. There, when you say you're the best Dang. player in NA, and you're not the best player in NA, that's an ego that you have to let go of. Like, mm-hmm. just because you are like the f- like six ratings above like lower than the best rating and not by like yeah he's first place i'm sixth place he's like yeah i'm ten thousandth and this guy is first place but i am better than him i just don't i just can't get there like you're an egotistical maniac and you don't deserve to win 
and like mm. you need to check your attitude because people are going to enjoy harassing you and bullying you and putting you in your place because that's where you belong until your ego gets put aside so i'm okay with shit talking like there are, there have been hilarious moments of shit talking that humble people there have been hilarious moments of shit talking where it's deserved and stuff like mm. that but don't be an egotistical shit talker don't think because i'm super good at this game doesn't mean i doesn't that doesn't mean you're the best until everyone says you're the best sorry just gonna leave that there okay done okay i think that's gonna do it for us here at the m3 podcast i hope you guys all enjoyed oh yeah there's one more thing i wanted to say um we have we released our first review video we released our first uh, review so it's uh yeah uh, the movie Extraction, and we titled it an unnecessary action movie, so you can uh, go check out what we thought of the movie. Uh, we'll put a link to it down below, but it's also just on our channel if you want to check that out. On our YouTube channel, I should say, because people could be watching this on uh, audio listening Spotify. devices. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, thank you guys so, so much for uh, watching. I hope you guys all enjoyed. Please make sure to subscribe and follow on whatever streaming service that you are watching this on. YouTube, Spotify, all that stuff. Make sure to follow our Twitters. Uh, links are all going to be in the description. Uh, yeah, Davis. I'm coming out with uh, myself personally. I'm coming out with new content. I have a new video that's going to be coming out within the probably hopefully within the week. There you go. So make sure to check out Davis's channel for his new video. Make sure to check out our first review video. Let us know what you think. Um, and, and check yeah. us out on Twitch for our gaming. Exactly. Follow us on on saturdays we are talking to about getting... my terrible gaming <laughs> terrible gaming we're talking about getting into rocket league but i think call of duty duos is coming out soon so we will uh let you know if uh if that comes out then we'll be playing that if not we'll probably be playing rocket league but most likely we'll be playing call of duty and hopefully we can do better in duos than we can in trios without having the man down yeah but if we have more people playing then of course we're going to be playing with more people because it's always more fun when you have more people Yes, sir. Exactly. So anyways, check out all of the stuff down in the description. Make sure to hit that like, that notification bell on YouTube. And uh, yeah, that's going to be it for us at the M3 Podcast. We hope you're staying safe out there and hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your life. <laughs> Good Bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and check out our other YouTube content such as our M3 reviews and catch us every Saturday on twitch.tv slash multimedia games. Thank you so much 